a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, everyone. Final segment of Inside Sources on a Monday. Great to be with you. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. And as we mentioned before the break, it is International Women's Day. And uh, we're going to celebrate with uh, some words of wisdom from many of our past guests. Uh, Also, there is a virtual event going on right now, uh, International Women in Diplomacy Day. And uh, just in the last uh, few moments, uh, Relief Society General President Sister Jean B. Bingham of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints uh, gave a keynote uh, speech uh, as part of this fifth annual International Women in Diplomacy Day uh, as part of that. So we're going to talk about that in just a moment. And uh, there's just so so many and so much to celebrate on a day like today. Uh, but let's go, since this just happened, uh, just in the last few moments, uh, let's go first and just uh, let you listen in just a little bit uh, to uh, President Jean B. Bingham uh, as she speaks at the uh, International Women in Diplomacy virtual event today. I recognize a deep need to value what women bring to the communal table. I know the road ahead of us is a long one, full of obstacles and challenges. Societal change around education for women and girls does not come easily but it is absolutely worth our struggle. I know the power of good women and good men working together can create opportunities where they were once limited. It is my fervent hope that each of us will accept the challenge to recommit ourselves to strengthening our communities and societies. As leaders, we are in a unique position to influence those who create the policies that will open the doors to education for women and girls. I extend an invitation to each of us to leverage the advantages we enjoy in order to create more opportunities for our sisters around the world. May we have the courage and wisdom to do so with urgency and effectiveness. Again, that's uh, President Jean B. Bingham, uh, President of the uh, General Release Study President of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, speaking at the International Women in Diplomacy Day virtual event. Uh, and again, calling on everyone to to get to the table, make sure all voices are heard. Uh, you know, one of my favorite moments in the uh, gubernatorial inauguration uh, in early January uh, was that from Lieutenant Governor Deidre Henderson. Uh, she actually became the first lieutenant governor to speak at a gubernatorial inauguration in the state of Utah. And uh, she had some significant things to say that I think were really powerful, uh, especially as it relates to women uh, and to young girls uh, and to all who need to have a voice at the table. And I want to be clear about one thing. We don't need more women in the public sphere solely to provide expert opinions on women's issues. We don't need more people of color in the halls of government only to help us resolve issues related to minorities. And we don't need more rural Utahns serving in our administration simply to help the people in their hometowns. 
No, we need representation of all our voices so that we can solve the hard problems in front of us in the best way. We need more women, minorities, and rural Utahns speaking up about every aspect of how our state is run. There will be no token leadership at our table. Uh, I love that. That was a very powerful moment, I thought, uh, from the lieutenant governor uh, back on Inauguration Day in January, uh, talking about that we don't need... Women, we don't need minorities just to talk about women's issue or minority issues or rural issues. Uh, we need those voices at the table to deal with all the issues. So no no token leadership, I think, is is so critical. Uh, I also want to go to one other quick lesson uh, from Lieutenant Governor Henderson uh, that she shared in her inaugural address uh, relating to uh, her 11th great-grandfather, William Bradford. Just over 400 years ago, my 11th great-grandfather, William Bradford, fled religious persecution and joined a small group of people who set out looking for new opportunities, new freedoms, and a new home. They sailed through stormy seas, battered by winds, and cramped in tight living quarters until finally the Mayflower docked at Plymouth Rock. William Bradford became the second governor of Plymouth Colony. After a life of service and devotion, he wrote in the history of Plymouth Plantation that all great and honorable actions are accompanied with great difficulties that must be overcome with answerable courage. And that's especially true now, as we gather on the very day that Utah became a state 125 years ago. Those first leaders of our state demonstrated answerable courage. I love that concept of answerable courage, and uh, we have so many will- women to celebrate uh, who have shown that kind of answerable courage uh, in so many different ways. And one of those that I think is one of the extraordinary leaders in our state is uh, Utah Valley University President uh, Tuminez, uh, who has been on this program a number of times. I always learn something uh, every time she joins us. And I just wanted to give her a nod for her leadership uh, and something she said on our program recently. Listen, you have to kind of know where people are coming from, see them as they are, mm-hmm. and, and what, what their own strengths and their own opportunities for growth are. I think that's really important. Most people want to succeed, by the way. Yeah. I have never once felt like people are out to fail themselves, you know? <laughs> right. They're not. And, and, <clears throat> and, and it's sort of the, the attitude you take with them and how mm-hmm. you help them see their own opportunities. We need to be comfortable in our, our discomfort. We need to um, say that the way we've always done things – not be the way we're, we're going to keep doing things. We have to, sh- to pivot our culture, build on our strengths, and see the opportunities ahead of us. Uh, I love that whole concept of uh, being comfortable with our discomfort. Uh, and I think President Tamin has, uh, has shown that down at Utah Valley University in terms of really paving the way uh, and really creating a, a culture uh, down there that has just this gritty can do make it happen kind of attitude uh, that I just love. It's infectious down there at Utah Valley University, and uh, President Tamines has led in a uh, most extraordinary way uh, as she continues to drive that uh, institution forward. Uh, I want to sneak in one more uh, today, as again as we celebrate International Women's Day today. Uh, and uh, one of my favorite quotes, this was early on in the pandemic. It's one that we have gone back to over the course of the past year. Uh, from Salt Lake City Mayor Aaron Mendenhall uh, as it relates to a concept that I think we would all do well uh, to adopt, incorporate, uh, and live not just in the midst of a pandemic, uh, but every day. 
Social distancing is still critically important, but social grace goes a long way in times like this. People are worried. People are afraid, and rightfully so. But please be kind, be generous, be forgiving. We all want the best, and we will get through this easier, and it will show our character even more as a community when we do so with grace. Uh, I love that uh, concept of uh, social distancing is one thing, uh, continues to be important as we move through this phase of the pandemic, uh, but we also need to make sure uh, that we have social grace uh, and just how important that is. And not just for in times of a, of a pandemic or, or a critical challenge or difficult situation, uh, social grace is an all the time thing. Uh, we can get through a lot of things easier, better. Uh, as Mayor Mendenhall said, and show our true character as a community uh, when we do so with grace, when we have a little more understanding, when we slow down just a little bit and see the best in others and expect the best out of others and ourselves, by the way, that's part of social grace. Uh, so all of these lessons uh, from some of the extraordinary women in the state of Utah, and we have many more. We're going to feature these as we go through the week this week, uh, but just wanted to give you a, a feel and flavor for what's going on. Uh, out and around uh, the state of Utah and across the world. Uh, We'll continue to uh, tap into some of the comments from uh, Jean B. Bingham, uh, General Release Society President of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, as she spoke today at the Women in Diplomacy Day, a virtual event uh, uh, on an international scale there, and some important things in terms of making sure that we have voices at the table. Uh, I remain convinced that the worst The worst decisions ever made are when you only have one group at the table. Whether that's men, whether that's women, whether that's minorities, we are always better when we all come together with grace. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources today. And as always, as you go out into the world today, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something today that'll make a difference. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.